Ruffle After Dark, Petri Dish Edition. JT. <laughs> What's going on? Dude, your household, man. What is going on with you guys over there? I don't know, man. I am running 102 fever. No one else is sick. I have not eaten anything today. This will either be the Jordan flu pod or it will be the first podcast where somebody shits their pants on live air. <laughs> too much information. Too much. Too much information. Addition. I. You know. Too bad we don't. We, we next. Maybe next year we'll have to set up the video pod too, right? Where people can, can actually see it. Uh, see your face no, on that. Nobody needs to see my face right now. Not a single person. <laughs> yeah. So first you're laying like... horizontal right now on the couch with only a phone, and we're watching this football game. Well, I don't know what, what feels worse, the football game or me at 102 fever. Bryce so, Young has a whopping 63 yards passing in this game. That's awesome. You, you know what I'm going to do? Just because I've, I've uh, taken an adamant stance against this move, I'm going to drop Bryce Young. You should have a long time ago. No, I know, but after he's played, I'll drop oh. him. <laughs> I'll use the, the poop hole loophole or whatever it is. The um, poop hole loophole, I love it. Yeah. Speaking, I might need my own DK poop chauffeur today. Oh. <laughs> if I if I cough too loudly, you have to clench, or or it goes real bad. Well, real I will fast. say, so far the one benefit of like the hundred and four thousand degree temperature is that you know I don't want to jinx it, but you haven't been coughing you know repeatedly, so that's a plus. Oh, the, this week's cough is a different cough. Okay. This this one's uh. If you get me laughing, I think we'll be okay. we'll be in in real rough shape. Well, I'm not funny, so, so that that helps. That does help. That is true. Um, yeah, we are uh, probably going to make quick work out of this one, hopefully. So I hey, can go to bed. I mean, we're not going to have another hour and a half marathon pod. I'm hoping we can at least get it down to uh, just 20 takeaways for Doug. Um, I do enjoy the the over the amount or the unnecessary amount of small power rankings. But I think we'll be a little truncated this time. So I, I, I did appreciate the guest appearance by Doug's wife talking about the divorce meter. So that was, yes. that was fun. Yeah. Welcome to the league Val. We, we love you. Um, we don't know how you do it. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, more power to you. And uh, my wife, who puts up with me and my antics as well. So, I love, I love that uh, Val said, I can confirm with absolute certainty he's never taken as many notes in an <laughs> economics class as he does listening to our podcast. So, I'm very excited about that. I yes. like that a lot. That's a Hamlin education for you, baby. Ask me what I'm drinking. What are you drinking tonight, Nyquil? I'm drinking Pedialyte. <laughs> is it in po- in popsicle form? So that was the thing I was crunching down before we went live. Okay, it's a Pedialyte, like a Mister Freezy. I love it. So we were. Have at- you hear the ice the ice crunch? It's because I'm being hydrated by electrolytes. Okay. I like it. I will say I don't, and this is completely random, but we were at Target tonight, running some errands after the girls got their flu shots. Um, just lots of little things, you know, in my life apparently today, but. Um, we were at Target and I was looking at, I don't remember what aisle we were in, we were walking by, but like, I just happened to notice the random like Pedialyte electrolytes. Oh, and it wasn't at Target, it was when we were at Walgreens because they did their flu shots at Walgreens. But yeah, either way, like I noticed that like they had this like Pedialyte electrolyte section, basically like the Gatorades, <laughs> but instead of Gatorade, it was Pedialyte. So I found yeah, that and- you know what I just saw the other day too, and they have it at the liquor store. But they, but Barstool Sports came up with their own Pedialyte, and they're selling it at the liquor store now. And it's like their the post bro uh, drunk time drink. Can't remember what it's called, but it's straight out of Portnoy. I can just totally tell it's just a bunch of dudes who are like, well, let's just rebrand Pedialyte and make it for dudes who drink too much. Oh, absolutely, so. yeah, bro. Well, yeah, so I I did um, – right now we are on the orange Pedialyte. 
popsicle. But earlier, when I thought you were going to join, you know, before, I had the grape one. So I I was trying to see if we could make the the grape. It's not quite grape fago. It's grape peel on a stick. So it does sound delicious, though. I do love anything grape. Whatever the grape fago tally is at is one better towards the good guys. Because I beat Doug. Yes, you did. Doug and I jinx- trounced Doug. I think we can call that a trouncing. Well, it, it helped that I think, as Robbie mentioned, it, you know, uh, spoiler alert, that he, Doug might have had like the worst score of like a commissioner or a commissioner and emperor ever. So oh, let's, not, let's not get ourselves, you know, consumed with how poorly Doug did. <laughs> let's, let's just talk about how awesome my team did in comparison to Doug. So, although yes. I will tell you, I will tell you straight up that when I read on Sunday morning, right after kickoff, that last week I giveth the great Fago to JE, and this week I take away take a, great Fago. Yes. I, w- I was a little scared. I will say, I was about to say that he jinxed it, right? Because he said he was going to take it away this week or whatever. Why, why are they throwing the ball to Deontay Foreman, who can't run because he hurt his ankle? Anyways, um, yeah, so there but spoiler alert, you know, I mean, we don't want to get to the trouncing quite yet, so. Did you see the stat? Oh, probably not. You're not watching the next-gen stats, are you? No. Who did you no. more time? Oh, I threw that about. Um, next-gen stats had, had DJ Moore as the NFL's most efficient wide receiver. With um, He was first in the league in yards over expectation. That went in the Thursday night spank bang. <laughs> I, I don't think I could get to completion tonight because I'm so tired. But it went in the spank bank nonetheless. Nice. Um, anything else on the, uh, the the power rankings that you wanted to call out specifically? Power rankings. We get into the, re- the recap. Oh, the, the ruffle after dark power rankings is what I'm talking about. Um, no, I'm lost right now. So, no, I'm good. It's not It's not the power rankings for the league. It's Dougie's power rankings. Oh, from last week. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. God yeah. damn it. Get with the, you're fucking it up. All right, uh, let's go to the scoreboard. All right, scoreboard time. All right, uh, let's see here. Starting off, as we always do, Natron playing Robbie. This was uh, an exciting game. Um, Robbie texted me at one point, and he was like, it's sad because I think he had a, a – I don't know if it was Tank Dell or whoever. I don't know. He had one of his players did well. Maybe it was not. Was it Dalton Kincaid? Was that last Thursday night? No, that was Sunday. Night. I don't. Know. Anyways, it's like it's sad when you have one player that's doing well or whatever, and you still have like a two percent chance to win. So, but then he did text me later on Sunday. It was like I still have a chance because he had, I don't know, whoever playing on Monday night. He had Brees. He had Brees on Monday night football. Yeah, Brees on Monday night, and um, I mean just. Yeah, I mean, when the, when the other team's defense can basically just, you know, stack 11 guys in the box knowing that uh, Zach Wilson can't throw the ball, you're not going to get a lot of room to run, unfortunately. So It's, upsetting. Have... it's upsetting to get a loss when you face uh, Kelsey and Tyreek Hill and they combine for 15 points and you still lose. That just sucks. Yep. Um, I mean, again, Natron, like, Amari Cooper had a good game. You know, I mean, they're playing Arizona's terrible defense. Um, so putting up 20 spot was nice. Dak had a good game. But everybody, everybody else was just solid other than Kelsey. And maybe Mike Evans didn't break, you know, double digits. But he still had 87 yards receiving, just not a lot of catches. So, uh, but... so I, was, I was debating a um, C.J. Stroud stack in DFS or a um, or Bryce Young stack in DFS. Okay. CJ Stroud stacks won millions of dollars. Guess what I did? You did a Bryce Young stack. <laughs> I did a Bryce Young stack. Which, which which is why tomorrow morning Bryce Young will be on waivers. Um, oh wait, he's my captain. I probably can't I can't, I can't get him out of there now, can I? No, yeah, because you played him, right? You played him as your tiebreaker? He's on my bench. See, this is this is convoluted bullshit. He's your tiebreaker. Maybe you can't maybe you can drop him as your no, he's technically in your lineup as a tiebreaker. So, 
Uh, whatever. Um, it was. Well, I'll see you next week. It was good that to know though for Natron that he didn't need CJ Stroud's thirty-three points off of his four hundred and seventy yards passing and five TDs. That was unreal last week for him. So, um, yeah, Robbie, you know, Tank Dell had a good game. Uh, two TDs, just looking electric again. Uh, Jahan Dotson continued his streak. But when you have to put Rondale Moore in your lineup, things aren't going to go well. So, Justin well, Fields. Can't- Justin Fields can't get back quick enough uh, for him having to play Jordan Love, who has looked less and less impressive these last couple of weeks. Uh, he started off the season kind of hot, and after like week three or four, he's just kind of, you know, just not been very good from a fantasy perspective. I'd probably say maybe even from a real life NFL football perspective. So, right. Man. Um, God, Bryce Young just sucks. All right. Fuck Brett. Just. Pantsed by Jimmy. I mean, that was it was three points shy of a, a, a double up. Three points Whoa. shy of a double up, and the uh, um, I don't know how I, I'm a little behind you, but I don't know how that passage just throw a second down wasn't a pick six. <laughs> like it should have been a pick six. Oh um, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was just hucking shitty, shitty balls and double coverage. I don't um, get it. Anyways, but yeah, so last week, uh, I mean, Adam Thielen's kind of come back down to earth. You know, the Gabe Davis roller coaster, you know, he puts up 20, he has zero. The week before, he has one, right? I mean, he was a little more a little more consistent early in the year, but these last couple of weeks, he's really been kind of uh, turned central. So, uh, you know, hopefully for his uh, Brett's sake, he can kind of learn to play him when he should play him and eventually when he doesn't. But Devontae Adams hasn't been looking good. I mean, now that they've switched over to uh, Aiden O'Connell, it's they're not throwing the ball quite as much. I, I kind of thought that Devontae Adams would have been getting peppered for you know like 13, 14 targets a game, but that has not been the case thus far. Saquon's still getting like four thousand carries, and I'm sure I'm not sure how the hell he got ninety yards rushing. I mean, with them, I don't even. Danny DeVito isn't he their quarterback now, or something like that? So, um, some undrafted rookie. But uh, it, w- it would be funny if Danny DeVito was actually their quarterback, a man who is four, <laughs> four foot three, 300 pounds. I mean, other than the 300 pounds, that's, the, that's like Bryce Young, right? So um, that is true. Too soon. Yeah, I mean, two ahead of down day. So it just kind of grossness all across the board for Brett. Uh, Jimmy's team was electric. You know, Dalton Schultz blew up. There was a T. Higgins sighting. A.J. Brown broke his streak of 125-yard games, but still caught a touchdown and seven passes. Um, Pacheco, that running game the last few weeks has just not been very good. I was kind of happy I got rid of him. Um, James Cook. I was happy I didn't get him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Madison with, you know, receiving touchdown, you know, maybe now that uh, Cam Akers is out. Maybe he'll uh, he'll show a little more sign. I mean, he's he's been okay, I guess, all year, right? I mean, you know, there was a stretch here of like three games. He wasn't the best. Started the year, he was you know close to double digits most week. Just no big blow up games from him. Uh, I don't know what happened to Kamara against a in a really good matchup against Chicago. I did see something else though, just you know, recently that um, Chicago's run defense has actually been like in the last. I don't, I don't know how many weeks it's been. I'm getting some feedback from you, man. Um, Sorry. Or some other noises. Sorry. Anyways, uh, that Chicago's rush defense has actually been, like, top five in the last, like, three or four weeks or something like that. So, um, I guess after I saw that set, I wasn't super surprised that maybe Kamara's, you know, lower day. But, and again, Jalen Hurts, you know, just does his thing. So, uh, yeah, really, really solid day for Jimmy. Uh, nice for him for those uh, – Roto points to be the uh, top scorer for the week, so uh, that'll play. Yeah. We only had we only had three teams over a hundred, and I mean, obviously, Natron was one of the ones you expect. We'd have Jimmy, and then your game. You were the other team that was over a hundred. Nice job, Je. Uh, sir. And even without Lamar being much of anything, like I mean, they blew. They, I mean, they took Baltimore completely dismantled Seattle this week. Um, Lamar. That's where I thought I was done. Yeah, I mean, you know, the Ravens are up thirty to nothing, and they're pulling Lamar, and he's got twelve points. 
And I was like, well, it's been a good run. You know? Yeah, I mean, but it was then good. Jimmy's to... entire team, including all, all, you know, his horseshit fill-in running backs, which I just appreciate the bye week. I'll, you mean I'll Doug, take... not Jimmy? Yeah, what did I say? Jimmy, sorry. Yeah, yeah I'll take, I'll take uh, Doug on the mega bye week, not getting um, McCaffrey. <laughs> and I, I, I will just appreciate that. Or ETN. So. McCaffrey or ETN. Don't forget ETN. That's um, true. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so Aaron Jones looked healthy, uh, you know, putting up 18. Josh Jacobs getting in the end zone twice. It looked like their co- the new head coach is looking to, I mean, the new OC is looking to kind of feed Josh Jacobs, which is good to see. Keenan Allen, do you see that ridiculous catch he had for the 10th, over his 10,000th yard or whatever it was? That was, no, oh I didn't. my, you, you need to find that on like Twitter or somewhere like that. His, that catch was ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Uh, Olave. I, mean, I need another entry into the Keenan Allen spank bank. So yes. we'll look that up. We'll yeah. Look that up. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, Olave Wilson was solid, you know, solid days. I mean, Olave not with the yardage in the end zone, which was nice. Uh, Zay Flowers just not getting it done again. He's been kind of sporadic thus far. I mean, but he is a rookie. So that tends to happen with rookies. Um, he got a lot of targets until last week. Yeah. You know, he's, he's been kind of a, um, not quite to the extent of Deshaun Jackson, but like a big play guy. Yep. If he hits, if he hits, he hits. I guess maybe Rashid Shaheed is the best Deshaun Jackson comp, but I digress. Um, Mark yeah, I'll take Jamar. Result. I'll take Jamar Chase only getting six points and Puka and 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 and. Yes. And I, <laughs> I would just like to uh, say that my motivational speech. Uh, channeling Bobby Knight definitely had an impact on this game. That and the uh, the about twelve forty five reverse KT KT Jigs text <laughs> that I sent to Dougie, and then he gave me the one thing that I normally do to you, which is I give I give him the automatic reply. Uh, I'm sorry, Doug's phone is not accepting text regarding ruffle outcome. Until the conclusion of the Garrett Wilson spank bank. So yes. that's what I do to you. Yes, that's what you guys do. To... So I, I I will say my favorite uh my favorite reverse KT Jinx thus far has just has been Daniel when he like the week I played him. When I was like, Yep, you know, nice one. He's like, Thank you. I I'm just you know, I'm gonna dominate you. Like he just kinda fully leaned into the the instead of trying to reverse jinx me, like basically just owning the like that he was gonna dominate and win. So uh, I do appreciate. I did appreciate that one. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, so is dead. I, I will. I, I will say though that I I, I did uh, I did like uh, Doug when he talked about how that you were might not might no longer be the uh, Rosa Parks or the Gus Boss anymore because uh, whenever you play him, he doesn't do well, and then when you play him, he does well. So, or well, he's my bench over- captain. He's my bench captain. He's there for motivation. He's a veteran. <laughs> you know, he's there for morale. Yes. And he also scores apparently two to three touchdowns per week. On in five the least efficient, In the least efficient <laughs> manner you can possibly get. Well, no, this, I mean, this week it was the most efficient, right? Five catch, five touches, 52 yards and two TDs. I mean. Yeah. Well, I guess, yes. The most efficient, uh, least repeatable way possible. Oh yeah, that's so. absolutely the truth. Oh, I need. A... Oh, hey, that was that was Mooney. Never mind. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! I'm like thirty seconds behind you right now. So, okay, well, I won't say exactly what it, what happened, <laughs> but, but I might react. Okay, I know. <coughs> All right, moving on. Adrian. Adrian. Ugly win, but a win's a win, right? I mean. Basically, the, the bookends of Adrian's lineup, you know, Josh Allen and Cole Komet were the only ones that did anything. The whole middle of his lineup was gross. So, uh, but able to pull on enough to claim a victory. So, Maddie's team, the middle of his lineup, I guess, I mean, at the end, Taysom Hill with 18. I will say it's been interesting to watch Taysom Hill morph into a running back slash actual, like, tight end who gets receiving like actual actually catches the ball is guess what i'm trying to spit out of my mouth here 
um, actually get some catches. And uh, yeah, so Jonathan Taylor, you know, ugly, ugly efficiency game, um, but uh, get 16 points. Tyler Algier with uh, the rushing touchdown, which again, I don't understand the whole Atlanta Falcons. Let's not give our best player in Bijan touches around the goal line like he, like he's allergic to it but uh it is what it is so that dude that coach is just like there's guys who are trying to get fired and then there's Arthur Smith <laughs> you I think uh it, I I will say this you know so because uh Maddie has Dobbs on his on his bench. Um, that Vikings game was insane. I didn't get to watch it all because we were. What the hell was I doing this last weekend? Oh, I watched girls, it. My girls had softball. They had softball association clinic thing, but um, so I didn't get to watch it. But uh, yeah, so I got to see some of the highlights and just you know, I was I was watching it on my phone through like you know ESPN's uh, the ESPN Fantasy app. You know, you can watch the different games, whatever, not the, actually watch, watch them, but like, you know, the play by play cast. Yeah. The play by play game cast. And yep. I was kind of watching that. And so I, I saw that, uh, the rookie Jaron Hall was, you know, what was he like six for seven or for like 78 yards. So I'm like, I'm like, it's looking good. And then I saw the, I got the ESP or like the, uh, the sleeper alert or the fantasy life app alert. That was like, he's in, you know, concussion protocol or, you know, he went, went into the tent and then shortly thereafter he was ruled out with a concussion. I was like, Oh hell. So now we got to bring Dobbs in who's been there for, you know, a minute and a half trying to, trying to run the offense. And man, he looked awesome for the, I mean, for not knowing any, anybody or any of the plays, like I saw on Twitter that uh, during the, like after Hall went into the, you know, the concussion protocol, he went to the sideline. Like, he hadn't taken a snap yet from Garrett Bradbury, right? So he grabbed the mm-hmm. offensive lineman and, and basically Bradbury was hiking, you know, like snapping him the ball. And then he was, they were, he was doing his cadence with that group so they could learn his cadence on the fly so to know when to, like how he was going to, you know, how, when to snap the ball and stuff. It was just, it was insane. So, um, yeah, that, that Jaron Hall, when he got hurt, I mean, it was basically trying to dive into the end zone. Yep. And, and uh, I was like, "Oh man, you gotta die. you gotta really go for that." And I was like, "Oh, he ain't getting up from that. He was all wobbly." And uh, yeah, that was absolutely ridiculous from Dobbs. Um, I love that they said like he didn't know anybody's name. Yes. That's for next. He's like, "That's for next week." He doesn't know anybody's full name. That's for next week. The other thing that I thought was interesting that you know I was reading about was so. Uh, Kevin O'Connell like called the play or you know really relayed the play in. He waited for Dobbs to relay the play in the huddle, and then once they once he relayed the, that and they broke the huddle, he basically broke down the play as quickly as he could to Dobbs it through the headset because I think the headset is live until like 15 seconds left in the play clock. Yeah, and so he was breaking it down real quickly about what the play should do or what should happen on the play, and then Dobbs would go run the play. Like it was. It, the most insane thing that I've probably ever seen, and to do it that well, just kind of goes to show how smart Dobbs is being an aerospace engineer on the side. So, Sam Cassell, alien ass. Yep. Um, I lost to Dave on. So I, this, I just need like I need to fire my unlined uh, Falcons defense basically because. I was leading this whole game until literally the last three minutes of Sunday Night Football when Dave had his last player going. Um, Stefan Diggs scored that last touchdown um, for uh, scored the touchdown late for Buffalo, uh, wow. and that catch and that touchdown is what what gave uh, Dave the necessary points to win. So uh, my team, you know, didn't perform even though I got uh, 19 points from Deontay Johnson on Thursday night last week and I love Doug's comments about how um, I made one of them was like whatever noise KT made at whatever time frame when uh, Deontay Johnson scored his touchdown I did text Dave after after that game and I was like nice win and uh, I said even though I got 19 from Deontay I think I'm, I'm, I'm gonna lose and I'm only gonna put up 79 points so I was Pretty spot on. I mean, with, you know, within one point. So, very Nostradamus yeah. of you. Yes, very much. So. <laughs> um, I was hoping that uh, you know Derek Carr would throw the ball. I mean, he threw for 
two TDs, but only 211 yards. I was hoping for, you know, one or another TD and another 100 yards out of him uh, based on his previous performances. Terrell Henderson looked terrible. Jerome Ford actually, I mean, he got 11 points, didn't look the best. Um, we talked about Deontay, Jacoby Myers. He had like a 35 yard catch on the first, 25 yard catch on the first drive, and then that 17 yard run, uh, TD rush. And like a lot of it game for him, maybe. And then one catch for the rest of the game. Uh, JSN was garbage until garbage time, uh, but then he kind of got his garbage time on. So that was nice to see. But uh, Trey McBride couldn't do anything against Cleveland's defense. I just can't start the right tight end, right? So last week I started. Janu and uh, Trey McBride blew up in a tough matchup against Baltimore. So this week, I'm like, oh, maybe he's matchup proof. You know, I'll put, I'll play him against, play him against Cleveland, and then Jono Smith blows up with 17 points and a, you know, on a he had a 60 yard TD, uh, running yeah, catch and run. So, well, I knew when London was out that they were just going to pepper those yeah. ends. I did debate switching them, but I think I even did at one point. But I'm like, nope, I'm going to go and we'll go with the the guy who did it. And, Chasing points, you shouldn't chase points. Go with what do you think is going to happen that week, not chasing what happened last week, right? So, uh, I mean, because Dave's team didn't do a ton, right? I mean, oh, I knew it was not my week though when Ramondre took like a seventy-five yard TD to the house. I was just like, "Yep, no, this is not. <laughs> no, this I don't not, like this. This is not going to be my week. I do not like this. Oh, and then I, Luke Musgrave scored a touchdown. I mean, it was a good matchup for him, but like, did you see the play? I'm, I'm assuming you did. I'm assuming you watched the Green Bay game, right? Where no, uh, we were blacked out. That's why I wore. Oh, the, I, right. I watched the the Vikings. I oh, had my okay. parents over and was working in the yard. To be perfectly honest, but I did catch a good amount of the second half of the Vikings game because it was so interesting. Uh, but yeah, so I saw. You know, I watched Sportsman a little bit that night just to kind of get caught up. And the the play where Luke Musgrave <laughs> scored was a like a triple fake play where like. He faked a screen left. Love faked a screen left. He 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 spun and like faked a, a screen right, and then spun and threw it to a wide open Musgrave down the middle of the field. You know, for a touchdown. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. That's just the most ridiculous of all ridiculous plays I've seen in a long time. So did did Musgrave fall down and then get back up? No, because he did. He did not. Musgrave is really good at catching a ball and then falling on his ass because he doesn't know how to run. Yeah. Um, anyways, that's what I've noticed as far as his Packer tenure is very young. Yeah. And, and he's I, a pretty talented guy, though. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dave was thinking it was not going to be his week when he did not start <laughs> Najee Harris this week. Excuse me. When he did sorry. not start Najee Harris. Yeah, sorry. I uh, did not start Najee Harris this week, and he scored right in that early game. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Nice job, Dave. Uh, it, it, again, kind of an ugly win, but uh, I mean, not 89 points, but that doesn't get it done most weeks. But uh, he got it done this week, so nice job. Did you see the hat on on that coach? You're gonna see it in a couple seconds. Which coach? The the, the Carolina coach. The head coach, his white and whatever multicolored hat. He's got the yeah, NFL definitely. logo on yeah. one on one <laughs> yeah. panel. It's like that fucking. Uh, Who's the who's the guy who just had the NFL hat when he was looking in the in in the stands? This is some celebrity who was just just literally had an NFL like a like, like a Mark referee Wahlberg hat or something like that. It was the guy from Parks and Rec. I can't remember his fucking name. I, I've never watched that show, so there you but go. It, he he was literally just wearing like a referee's NFL hat. Like go go league go. <laughs> Uh, moving on to the last game of the week last week, Josh Baker versus Dan. Uh, yeah, Dan will scoring some points. Deshaun Watson had no okay game. Eckler didn't have a ton of yardage, but uh, got two touchdowns. And that second one was a gift when uh, Zach Wilson fumbled and they, the Chargers got the ball like the four-yard or five-yard line. So Rashad White with two touchdowns. Uh, it was just, you know, apparently – Everybody, everybody on Dan's lineup just wanted to score two TDs. Um, you know, Bijan was ugly. DK Metcalf with one catch for 50 yards. That uh, I don't know what's going on with DK this year. George Pickens wanted to have two <laughs> receptions <laughs> for minus one yards. He doubled his receptions, yeah, instead of the one reception that he's been doing lately. So, 
Uh, Hunter Henry scored. Um, so, I mean, again, a couple of players kind of carrying Daniel this week with those multi-TDs uh, for Baker. Mahomes, eh, just an okay game. Derrick Henry doing Derrick Henry things. Jalen Warren looking good, just not getting in the end zone. Uh, Jalen Warren looks so much better than Najee Harris. He looks so, so much better. Um, it's not even close. No. Uh, Wandale scoring a touchdown with Danny DeVito as his quarterback. Christian Watson, I, I, I have no words for that dude anymore. He's so much like athletic ability and talent. Who just... will be the bigger bust for the exact same reason? Christian Watson or Kyle Pitts? Just specimens, freak athletes, but just never get it done. Yeah. Uh, Baker's terrible big... quarterback play. Yeah. There's the uh, underlying thing. Continue. Yes. I'm sorry, I was going to say, uh, Baker with his uh, second-round pick, a, you know, transaction trade with me, picking up Demario Douglas, getting 5 for 55. Not great, not bad. Just kind of an okay game. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, 7 for 69. Again, okay, not great, not terrible. And then Kyle Pitts, yeah. What else can we say about Kyle Pitts? Um, both of these guys... You know, above the ninety-five or above ninety percent of their uh, their MER score, so that was good to see. Um, I was gonna look. I, Doesn't it say normally what the average is somewhere? I don't know. If, I don't know if it does. Yeah, it does. League average is eighty-seven. Oh, points. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, sorry, I was just looking at all the MERS this week real quickly to see if anybody else has stood out. The one that stood out to me was. Uh, Maddie and his loss with a 64.6% MER score this week. I mean, How about I guess... Dougie with a perfect MER score, even though he had 65? <laughs> Love that. Did Love he have that. anybody's bot? Did he, did he have anybody? Oh, I guess he had Mac Jones on his special. Literally, he had. Talk about, we talked about zeros the other week. Uh, oh, this is going to be me in week 13. Yeah. I'm not worried about it. It's going to happen. Uh, like I, yeah. I, I I am facing Jimmy this week, and he's got Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown on by, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but but like in two weeks, I'm gonna be like, no. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that is kind of funny that uh, Dougie Mac Jones was the only player on his bench that was not on a buy, on IR, or brand new to his team for this week. I mean, I don't even think Fournette was well. He wasn't even active, right? So. No, nope. only act. The only active player was Mac Jones, and he's <laughs> and you know Burrow outscored him, which is not surprising. So, well, Bryce Young finally beat it somebody at the tiebreaker. <laughs> Hallelujah! Yeah. All right. All right. Standings. <clears throat> Got Natron getting closer and closer to clinching division already. I would say he's probably clinched a playoff spot at this point. I mean, it's not official, official, but. And you know, usually eight around eight, eight wins. and six gets in, yeah, most usually. Of the time. So he's definitely got enough roto points. <laughs> yeah, he will have that tiebreaker more than likely. So we got a lot of a lot of teams still in that middle in that middle ground. We're gonna have to go through our tier breaks here in just a second. But uh, but yeah, I mean, so my division got a little tighter with Robbie losing and uh, and Jimmy winning. Baker and I kind of. Second hind tit at three and six. Uh, uh, the it's nice that uh, I mean the one I guess benefit of me losing was Dave winning right, and so that gave him a leg up with you beating you beating Doug. Uh, that gave Dave a, a leg up on a, a one game cushion in the division right now. Uh, so that's nice to see. So, yep, we got to keep him out of a bye for sure. I don't think it's. I don't say. I don't think it's possible to keep him out of a playoff spot, which would be awesome. But uh, keeping him out of a bye would be be very key. So, well, we're going to talk about it. It's Baker's turn now. Do something, Baker. <laughs> um, power rankings. Uh, this is funny. Are you looking at the same thing I'm looking at? What, what do you? I, I don't know. What are you looking at? Who's in first in the power rankings? Oh, hold on. I was. I was in in Robbie's power rankings or the overall. No, the, the RT ones. Okay, hold on. Oh, nice. Look at that kid. It's Jay's in first right now. This has to be due to, like, your current set roster. Oh, it, you know what? One, it, it 100% is. We, we've played around with that. I never get this math right. So Yeah, so I, I played, we played around with it a couple of years ago. 
maybe it was last year before I forget, but like basically whoever's in your starting lineup, that's your quote unquote roster, right? They don't look at your entire roster. They only look at your quote, the roster quote unquote, that is the, the starting roster. So, hmm. well, that's why it's full of shit. So there's, <coughs> there's that because it's pretty obvious who should be in first place and basically in second place, despite losing. Um, yeah, I mean, Natron is, he moved all the way from first to fifth because his roster is 10th right now because literally his whole team is on a bye this week, so. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. You know, what, these fucking bye weeks this year, man, crazy. Because when we have one more week where there's no buys and then we have another week where there are buys, I, I want to say, like, week 12 is no buys, and then week 13 is buys again. Yeah, week 12 is no buys. Week 13 and 14 are buys. Yeah, so week 8 and week 12 did not have any buys. It's just the most, like you said, the most bizarre thing. So, Are we week uh, week 15 is first-round playoffs, right? Correct, yep. I can't believe we have bye weeks just a week before playoffs. That's so stupid. So yeah, stupid. Let's, try, let's try and make it into the – trying to you know make that push to make it into the playoffs and oh wait your whole team's on a bye all right so, dumb. Uh, so let's go through let's look at robbie's power rankings and then we can kind of do our tier breaks off of that probably so sounds good um so he's got natron one doug two i would say that's kind of a, again a tier break right there yep uh we've got Dave, Jimmy, you, tear break, in my opinion. I agree. Uh, Maddie, Robbie, to me, tear break, and then the rest of us. I mean, you can maybe put Brett in his own like singular tier, or maybe Brett and Dave. I guess maybe Brett and Daniel together, tear break, and then Adrian, and then Adrian tear break, and then me and Baker, tear break, at the end. <laughs> <coughs> That's good tear breaks. I told you I was going to cough and laugh. So. Yes. Uh, but again, you know, I think it's a, a pretty big, like, one, two. It's like a one, two, you know, Kelsey as the tight end one, and then <laughs> tear break to the tight end two, you know, most years. So uh, oh, big, big tear break there. Tear break, Mark Andrews, big, big tear break. <laughs> yes, there you go. Yeah. The one and two, and then big, big tear break. Big, big tear break. Um. Yeah, do uh, transactions? We want to yep. go through our predictions here. All right, uh, let's go transactions. Transactions, yeah. So there was a, a couple of trades this week. Are we going to include the ones today? Yes. Okay, so let's start with the ones the ones from last week, week nine, right? Um, so, yeah, I kind of alluded to Baker picking up one DeMario Douglas from me for a second-round pick. I traded one Isaiah Pacheco to Jimmy for a first-round pick, so I picked up a little bit of draft capital, got rid of a couple of players. Douglas being a guy I'd gotten on the waiver wire, so I mean, he could unless he's you know second coming of Jerry Rice, I feel pretty happy about a guy I picked up off the waiver wire getting a, a potentially high second-round pick for him. So yeah, uh, I thought I I thought you were like. You won him, and you were going to play him right away. I thought he was in a really good spot to play. So I was I, like, you just can't have a guy who has a good matchup be on your team. No, it's not allowed. But I also, I mean, when Baker came, he was like, you know, what do you want from him? I'm like, I don't know. And so he, he's like, I think he even maybe offered a second-round pick. And so I looked at him like, well, I'll take your second-round pick. But that was like, if it wasn't his pick, I wasn't going to, because I wasn't going to do it, right? Because I didn't want, like, a lower one. But, like, his pick being one that potentially could be higher, um, you know, so that, after that, I went and picked up Juju Smith-Schuster, who scored as many points as Demario Douglas did. So, whatever. Yeah. Juju um, Smith-Schuster should be dead. He's not very good. So then the uh, but then the the big the big trades from last week though, uh, Baker, you know, didn't settle for just the Demario Douglas, right? So him and Maddie had the the first blockbuster kind of of the week. Uh, Maddie sending Derek Henry Hawkinson. Justin Jefferson in the second round pick. Did we talk about this one last week or did, or not? I guess so. I don't remember. Um, I'm yeah, we, the wrong. We, we did. It was from Tuesday. We talked about it. Yeah, that yeah. one was Tuesday. So we'll, we'll skip over that one. Sorry. Did we talk about the Ramondre and DK one as well last week? I think we did. 
I think we did both of those. All right. So I was just looking at the time frame. That one was late on Wednesday. We had a Thursday pod. Yeah. So, okay. Yep. Sorry. Yep. Yep. Don't want to recap something we've already recapped. All right. So then week 10 trades. Um, let's see here. The first one of the week was a whopper. Jimmy sending Odell Beckham $15 in a waiver wire in a sixth round pick for a fourth round pick. Uh, to <laughs> to Dave, I don't think I even saw this one. Yeah, well, so Jimmy had reached out to me earlier. It's like, hey, you know, would you have any interest in Odell Beckham for something pretty cheap? And for I'm like, what are you thinking? It's like, well, just a, a pick or whatever. And I was like, maybe depending on the pick. And um, I think Dave, with his bye week issues this week, you know, jumped on it before I did. So. Jimmy basically just trying to get anything he could for Odell Beckham because he had mentioned that he was trying to free up, free up a roster spot. I'm like, oh, you trying to free up a roster spot for Ty Chandler? You know, seeing as with Akers being out, the yeah. opportunity to get uh, his his handcuff there. So <laughs> that was, you know, I joke that was, that was the big you know, the big trade of the week. But uh, um, the and other you trades... played some three way magic, and I'm not <laughs> sure exactly what happened. So we'll talk to. We'll, I can't tell this if one. it's a fever dream or <laughs> or what's going on. Yeah. So uh, talk me through this, please. Thank you. Yeah. So Dave, you know, Dave and I text or talk throughout the week usually, and he mentioned that he was trying to get DeAndre Hopkins. He, he thinks Hopkins is going to blow up for the rest of the year. You know, with Will Will Levis, and was just really excited for DeAndre Hopkins for the rest of the year. Right? He just had to have him. And so he was trying to trade with Adrian for him. And, you know, he, he mentioned to me that, you know, Adrian rejected his first deal. And, you know, and then he, he tried a second deal. I'm like, well, what was your second deal? He's like, well, I offered him. And his, I, I wish I would remember the first offer, too, because the first offer was crazy enough. But then he's like, yeah, I offered him Waddle and Odell Beckham for Hopkins and maybe some, some fab, right? Like $60 a fab or something like that. And I'm like, if I'm like, Adrian has to do this, right? Like, and so he texted me back. He's like, yeah, Adrian rejected it. I was like, what? What? Like, in, he's in, too in, young. He's too young. Yeah, I was like, he's, so, he's not the player. Doesn't exist in his 1996 fantasy football magazine, right? He's, so he's I, un, unaware how to compute the trade when he doesn't so, have a player. I told Dave, I was like, I want, I'll take Waddle. Like, I want Waddle. I'm like, if I can get. DeAndre Hopkins from Adrian, like he's like, I will trade you Waddle for Hopkins. I'm like, okay, sweet. Like I'm like, but I'm like, I'm not gonna go get him unless like you're being legit serious. He's like, no, like I will trade you Hopkins for Waddle. I'm like, all right, sweet. So because I'm like, I think I'm like Adrian doesn't have a ton of running back depth. I can maybe if I can trade some of my running back depth and you know a solid wide receiver, like maybe I can get maybe I can get Hopkins right. And so I sent Adrian a deal first. It was like. Um, Jacoby Myers, Gibson. I was trying to keep Herbert. I was like at Henderson just for Hopkins, right? And with a second round pick as well, too, maybe. I forget. Maybe it didn't have the second round. It didn't have the second round pick. I was just thinking it was those three players plus or for Hopkins, right? He looked at it, but he didn't respond right away. Um, he didn't reject it right away either. And so then I was like, you know what? If I, if I, if I put in Herbert instead of the second round pick, I'll ask for Hopkins, maybe get some waiver wire money back. Um, not that there's anything on the way from wire right now, but maybe that'll push Adrian over the edge. So he declined the other one, and he's like, he t- sent me a text at like four o'clock in the afternoon. He's like, I'm ninety percent a yes for this one, um, but I want to sleep on it. And I was like, I'm like, I really wanted the waiver wire money to use for tonight, but I said, I can wait. So when he uh, and he didn't do it in the morning, he must have done it when he got home from work in the afternoon because I saw the the uh, trade offer accepted with uh, Shuan's the D, and I was super pumped. So I texted Dave. I'm like, "Hey, Adrian just accepted. As soon as Robbie, you know, puts the trade through, I'm sending the offer." And he's like, "Sweet." So I sent the offer for Hopkins for Waddle, and Dave accepted, and away we went. So well. <clears throat> I guess we really need to get some kind of an official response from She Wants the D about why he did not snap accept the first offer and cut the bullshit. But I guess you gave him a decent haul, but then you just robbed Dave. I don't 
I mean, I agree. Hopkins did smash down the stretch, but it's just the youth and the the ceiling of Waddle. I think it's just good work, KT. You won a deal. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, it helps to kind of keep the pulse on on guys, you know, or you know, talk with guys, and you know, I, I you know, sometimes these things fall in your lap, right? So, waiver wire. Uh, there was a waiver wire this week, but um, <coughs> now so that I think I, about it, if I would, if you would have made that trade before the waiver wire, I would have won Will Levis, and I would have made. Jimmy very mad because I would have put most of that on Ty Chandler, <laughs> the fifty dollars that I got. So um, in the end, you know, uh, I, I had a, th- I you know, I had a three dollar bet on Ty Chandler. I knew it wasn't going to get him. I did pick up Kenny McIntosh uh, just as a flyer, you know, just in case something happens in that Seattle backfield. Um, you know, they were raving about him earlier in the season. I know he's still technically an IR. I'm anticipating he gets uh, activated at some point here. Um, Kyle Phillips were told us. I actually thought you were going to go go harder on Kyle Phil- Phillips. Gee, I thought you were going to snatch him away from me. So I was happy to to see that I, I was only made one. Out. I only made one move, and I got Will Levis. So or I tried to get Will Levis, and I didn't. Uh, I had yeah. forty five bucks on Will Levis, and then I realized you only had twenty bucks left. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. ah, I can probably come down a little bit. And of course, fucking fuck Dan. That's okay. He just he plays um, Indy in week thirteen, so I was like, "Oh, um, everybody plays well against Indy, so he could be my quarterback that week." Yep. But we will go back to the drawing board. Um, but yeah, so Jimmy got uh, Chandler for thirty-eight. Dougie got Kid Otten for twenty-nine. I thought that was a an underrated pickup. Otten's target share has kind of been increasing a little bit lately. Uh, the aforementioned Daniel uh, got. Levis for $35, and that was about it. There was a couple of bids for Ty Chandler. There was a bunch of bids for Levis. Uh, you know, 31 was the next highest bid, though, just you know, so you're aware there. Yeah, um, I had I was working Augie Hockey, and like just before I was listening to the fantasy footballers and, you know, put the bid in, and then I, I just, after I put it in, I saw, you know, how you can see everybody's remaining. Yep. Yes, dollars, and I was just like, oh, I think you know, like, hey, I don't even need to go this high because KT is going to be the one bidding with me. And then, uh, yeah. So, anyways, there's another player I'm never, I'm never going to be able to get. <laughs> uh, yeah, but those, and then, uh, yeah, I spent too much money on Kyle Phillips and Kenny McIntosh because nobody else wanted them. So, but that's fine. I did. So, uh, I think Kyle Phillips is a pretty good player. He's been on both of our rosters before. Yep. He just he hasn't been able to stay healthy, so you know right. he can stay healthy now. Yep. All right. Week ten. Week ten. Yeah, it's crazy. Jesus. Just flying right by. Um, Robbie. What's that? Robbie's predictions. Oh yeah, Robbie's predictions. Let me go there first. All right, let's see here. Robbie's got uh, in the first matchup Neutron versus Dano. Um, you know, he's got Dano winning this one in an upset. But again, I think Neutron is, is you know spoiler alert. We'll get there. Uh, Neutron's got like fifty five thousand guys on by this week, so he was hurt pretty badly week seven in buys, and uh, he's hurt this week as well in buys. So, yeah. Uh, Brett versus Dave. I still still getting used to adjusted to Dave changing his team name to his opponent. Um, it's gonna take me a little while to get used to that, but uh, is that what it's, he's doing? I guess I haven't noticed. Yeah, he he has, and he's. I think he's mentioned that he's trying to uh, he's trying to use things from the pod for each team as well if possible. So, like the fact that somebody else is trying to you know use content you know and make other content, so that's fun. Fun to see. Uh, he's got. Uh, <laughs> I, do, I do laugh at Rob saying that uh, RT Sports thinks Lockett and Adams are going to score points this week, and he doesn't think they will. So he's got Dave winning. Yeah. Um, you and Jimmy, which uh, Robbie keeps picking me to fucking win. It makes me so angry. <laughs> he does mention how you two have the worst 
worst luck in rough all history. So that is very it's, true. It's well documented. We're, um, I think the last time, this isn't the last time we played, but I swear to God, we tied. Like one of the most, one of the more recent times we played each other, we just tied and then I won on a tiebreaker or something stupid. It was just pure Jimmy. Um, Robbie against Adrian, he kind of bitch hedges the bitch hedge here where he basically like, I should win. I want to predict myself to win, but he can't do it and predicts Adrian to, to win yeah, in a close one on Monday night. He does what I want him to do for me. <laughs> yes. Bitch um, hedge. Thank yes. you. Uh, myself versus Maddie. Um, <laughs> I love the dig, Robbie. Appreciate it. How you know three high, three high-powered offenses are by this weekend. Neither of us teams are really affected. Uh, RTS says are really close, and he thinks Maddie wins by fifteen. It's probably going to be more like twenty-five. Um, and then Baker versus Doug. Uh, basically, gave where Doug gets his team back, and uh, he's got the Doug rolling over over Baker this week. So, yep. All right, All right let's, let's, get, get, let's get into it. Let's get into ours here. So My meds are wearing off. We're running <laughs> out of time. All right, so again, Natron versus Dano. Um, I think uh, Dak Prescott should roll. Joe Mixon's in a, in a good spot. But then <coughs> after that, it kind of starts to fall off. Tajay Spears, gross. I mean, he might get some catches against Tampa Bay's. Uh, you know they got a pretty solid, you know, actual rush defense. Uh, Mike Evans is going is in a good spot though. Uh, Amari Cooper in a bad spot. Khalil Shakir has actually been playing better, uh, but and he's in a decent spot. I, twelve I, man I, personnel, the worst yeah. twelve man personnel of all time. Who's that? Trey Where's, Tucker. He's the white. Oh, says wide receiver. Oh. Uh, I don't even know who that is. Okay. That's, that's where I was just about to go. It's like I, I mean, I saw that he had two catches for like 52 yard, two yards last week and a, one carry for four, but I've literally never heard of the dude. Like, let me click on his little bio thing here. He's a rookie he's from a little, Cincinnati, 5'9", 185. So he's, he's a little guy. little slippery dude. And then he's got to play Chica Conquil, who actually, I mean, Tampa Bay is not a terrible spot. So I can see Natron, you know, Doing his shifty little thing where he'll you know he'll still find a way to score some points this week, but um, Geno Smith's in a great spot. Eckler's in a you know Detroit's good against the run, but they do I think allow running backs to catch passes out of the backfield. Uh, Rashad Weiss, you know again not a great spot for running the ball, but you know, we'll catch some passes probably. B. John's in a great spot, but you know they hate him, so maybe he'll break one or two against that bad Arizona defense. Um, DK Metcalf's in a smash spot. Michael Pittman's in an okay spot. Pickens is Pickens. He might catch three balls this week, but it might be for you know negative four yards this week. And uh, Hunter Henry's been seen a little more lately with uh, basically all of Indianapolis or all of New England's wide receivers banged up. So uh, RT's got this as a you know I, again they got I, like I said the week has started so we don't have the lines anymore, but they've got it as an eighty-six to fourteen split, and uh, I'm going to go with that. Uh, Dana wins. The only thing that can beat Natron is Natron. His team being not playing at all. <laughs> so I will I'll will go with Dan. All right. Brett versus Dave. Um Sam Howell. We haven't really talked a whole lot about him. He's been just laying the ball lately this this year. He's actually looked pretty good after the early on we was getting sacked quite a bit, but these last few weeks he's he's looked really, really good. Um Saquon is in a bad spot with a again with Danny DeVito as his as his quarterback this week. Uh, Tony Pollard uh, is in a you know uh, in the reverse in that matchup is in a, is in a really good spot. Do you Devontae, think the Giants score a touchdown? Uh, maybe if the Cowboys hit their whole defense in the second half, they might score a touchdown. That's pretty but fair. I'm gonna go no. Um, Devonte Adams is going to get the South Garden treatment. Probably, I don't see him having a huge game. Thielen on Thursday Night Football right now, so we're going to see that. Pretty Adam Thielen line, four catches for twenty-two yards right now. Um, Tyler Lockett's in a good spot, just like DK is. Calvin Ridley's in a you know San Francisco for as good as their defense has been. Their uh, D backs are pretty 
terrible. So uh, if they don't get pressure, you know, Calvin Ridley could have a decent day, and then Njoku in a tough spot. So all around, just kind of you know, kind of more more miss than hit, I think, for Brett this week. Um, Dave. Looking at his, you know, um, Nico Collins might not play, so he, he'll have to get real deep and bring maybe Odell Beckham back in with a, a bad matchup. Um, Gardner, Min, Gardner is in an okay spot. Uh, Devin Singletary is in an okay spot. Najee Harris is in a good spot, but he doesn't look nearly as good as we talked about as Jalen Warren does. Monge is not in the best. DeAndre is in a great spot. Diggs is in a good spot. Um, I, I might pull the sneaky upset and say Brett's going to win this one this week. Even though Thielen's... I'm going to go with Dave, led by his brand new better than Jalen Waddle wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> we, might have to re- we might have to come back to this one and uh, this might have to be our organic uh, put it on the board. So, Ooh, Does, does Fago make an organic version? <laughs> we might have to check and see if they make an organic version. All natural, fago. organic grape, grape fago. fago. Wow. All right. Well, I mean, we can do it right now. I don't see. I mean, the only thing else we're going to put on the board is me shitting my pants by the end of this pod. So <laughs> this is potential happening. So I think Fred is going to win this week. I think Dave, led by DeAndre Hopkins, is going to win this week. Put it on the put board. On board. All right, All right. Uh, moving on to you versus Jimmy. Um, I mean, Lamar Jackson, tough Cleveland defense, I, but I still think he'll put up more than the 12 points he did last week because you know, he won't sit up the whole second half, basically. Uh, Aaron Jones, if he's, you know, he, he's looking healthier, Pittsburgh's been a decent team to play against um, as a running back. Josh Jacobs is in a, you know, not maybe it's better to run the ball against the Jets than it is to try and pass the ball, I guess. So uh, maybe they'll lean on him again this week. Uh, Keenan Allen's in a good spot. Give me some checkdowns, baby. Uh, DJ Moore playing right now probably isn't going to get another catch. So eight spot from him is not the best, but it's not the worst. Uh, Olave. I didn't say because I'm way ahead of you, but he was wide the fuck open on second down there. Okay. Like n- uncovered. Didn't, didn't get seen. <laughs> uh, that's what happens when you have that rookie trying to make his go through all of his progressions, right? So, uh, Olave, Here's his progression. Uh, hot, look at DJ Moore, throw him football. <laughs> I, I do find it interesting that you're actually you're actually benching Zay Flowers this week for the first time in, like, ever. So. Well, it was Zay Flowers or DJ Moore. So yeah. it's a DJ Moore revenge game. So that was the narrative we played. But there was I'll no take an, I'll take I'll take seven more points than I got out of him last week. That's true. I will say though, I mean, I guess if 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 your boy D, uh, Bryce Young can drive uh, Carolina down for a field goal, I mean, I guess DJ Moore could you know make another appearance potentially. So, Hold on. there is hope. If if Bryce Young can drive them down, have you been watching this game? I mean, kind of, but like I'm, you know, I mean, as we're, I'm trying to, you know, halfway pay attention to the pod, but um, well, he's hideous. He's not driving anywhere except for home. After this, uh, but yeah, so Alive is in a you know good matchup against the Vikings. Uh, Garrett Wilson's in a good spot against uh, Las Vegas. Mark Andrews, tougher spot, but uh, Jimmy. Let's see here, Brock Purdy. You know, with Jalen Hurts. On, I mean, you, you was it Dave that mentioned, or uh, was it Jimmy who mentioned just how your luck this year thus far? Um, you know, to kind of maybe turn around a little bit where you get dog with McCaffrey and Etienne on a bye. You get Jimmy the next week with Hertz and uh, AJ Brown on a bye. So, uh, yeah, so he's having to start Brock Purdy, who's been okay, but not fantastic. Uh, Kamara was in a great spot last week and didn't do as well. He's in a worse spot this week, so maybe he'll do better. Uh, you know, throw logic out the window, right? Um, Madison's not in the best spot. James Cook. Uh, in an okay spot. Debo, he's fine. Jared Judy is actually in a pretty decent spot for, for passing. Yeah. I don't think T. Higgins plays this week, so um, Jimmy's going to have to go down to 
maybe the two tight end set with Logan Thomas or one Elijah Moore. Uh, and then Dalton Schultz, I don't know if he can replicate what uh, what he did last week. There's 24 points, so uh, I think uh, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna win this week as well. I am. Uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna do another motivational speech for my team. You ready? Sure. <clears throat> if you look good, you feel good. If you feel good, you play good. If you play good, they pay good. Deion Sanders. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to beat Jimmy by 15 points. That T. Nice. Higgins injury really, really uh, kind of seals it a little bit. He's on bye week, but he also loses Higgins. Um, I don't. I think it could be pretty close, but I'm hoping that it's just kind of a back-and-forth game with Lamar, and it just becomes Lamar Andrews' show to try to get past that Cleveland defense. So hopefully, fingers are crossed there. Adrian with a hefty lead on Thursday Night Football. Yeah, so Adrian and Robbie um, down to form and getting him. Well, so I mean, Josh Allen again in a really good spot against Denver. Foreman getting 15 uh, here on Thursday night looks really good. Chuba Hubbard. Blah. Um, Komet not doing as you know as well as he's done in the last few weeks, only with eight points right now. Uh, Jacoby Myers is in a bad spot. Marquise Brown's in a good spot. I think uh, Cortland Sutton's in a decent spot. Kenneth Walker's in a good spot. Uh, I think Adrian should put up some solid points. Um, <coughs> Jordan Love and eh. Javante. I think he should do fairly well. Brees Hall. Okay, maybe. Ayuk should be good. Dotson should be fine. Tankdale, I'm not sure about. And then Robbie running that 12 tight end, the 12 tight, you know, the 12 uh, personnel formation with both Laporta and Kincaid. Uh, I think this one. I think this one. I think RT. You know, the 56 44 has uh, has it right. I think it's gonna be a, a closer matchup, but uh, um, I'm gonna go with Robbie's prediction. I think uh, I think Adrian's gonna find a way to pull this one out. I'm going to bet on Robbie. Let's get a little double jinx on Robbie for jinxing me. So, uh, Jordan Love is not ideal. Not good, Bob. No. But I think Brees and Javante can outscore the Chuba-Borman pairing. I like the double tight end sets. And if uh, Nico Collins misses, Tank Dell should smash. So I'm gonna take Robbie. Okay, I like it. Uh, that was a terrible pass. I needed that from. Oh no, he's dead. Everyone. Oh, that's ribs. Ouch. Yeah, I needed that one from Hidden Hurst too. Way but, to uh, way to lead him so poorly. I need Mango to go to the house for DFS right now. So. It's not going to happen. No. We're we're looking at it live, and I can tell you it's not going to happen. It's like like Doug saying, you know, he was enjoying us talking about what was potentially going to happen, knowing the outcome of the game. But I can tell you Jonathan Mingo is not. um, Let's put it this way. If Jonathan Mingo does get loose for a touchdown, I will indeed shit my pants because I will not be able to control myself. (laughs) All right. Uh. Myself versus Maddie. Um, Kyler is a huge wild card. I mean, he could put up four points this week. He could put up thirty. Who I honestly really don't know where he's at. Uh, I'm playing the double stack of David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs. Uh, they both have a, a good spot. I mean, I'm limit. I limit my upside, but both either one of those guys could go off this week. I doubt they're both going to go off, but uh, uh, I think one of them will more than likely. Um, Jerome Ford, I have to play him. He's not in the best spot. Deontay, I think he'll do fine. Love and Jordan Edison with the the uh, Marcus Lattimore this week. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba is in a good spot. And uh, I love Trey McBride's spot this week. Um, it would take some giant cojones for me to bench one Jordan Edison for John o. Smith. But uh, I think if I were to do the, the smart move, that's probably what I would do. But I'm not smart, so. I'm going to play Jordan Edison because I, I think he's fun to watch. Uh, Maddie, uh, Justin Herbert, 
should be in a decent spot, but we'll see if he actually he does. He's been kind of kind of cold lately, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he's not been good. I have him in the Cobras League, and it's been a rough year for Black Doug's Breakfast Ball <laughs> with with injuries and Herbert not playing very well. So, uh, just I mean, so Jonathan Taylor uh, in a pretty good spot against New England's defense. I think Tyler Gerald will smash because. You know, it's Arizona's terrible defense, and they don't like to give Bijan the ball anywhere near the goal line. Um, Tyler Boyd's going to do well with uh, Higgins out. McLaurin's in a great spot. Alan Ra's in a fantastic spot. Kittle's in a solid spot. Taysom's in a good spot. So, uh, at the end of the day, I think uh, Maddie beats me. Yeah, I'm going to go with Maddie as well. I, yeah, I mean, I just don't think Kyler will smash in his first week back. Um, I'll be interesting to see the last week that Dave Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs are on your team, how they perform. <laughs> yes. I expect I expect that if I um, don't already have a uh, trade offer of those two guys for my entire team and all my picks by Tuesday morning, that I'll have to – do a little welfare check for you. <laughs> but yeah, I'll take I'll take Maddie. All right. And then to, uh, the last matchup of the week, the Emperor versus Baker. Doug. Uh, Moving on. <laughs> Doug, fuck Brett. Bye. No, continue. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, that's basically <laughs> that's, that's basically the uh uh, that's that's all the analysis that's needed. I mean, when Kenny Pickett's in your lineup and Jamison Williams and Demario Douglas, uh, Doug. I have nothing else to say. Five percent is too much. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, you go take some Nyquil and hopefully you feel better. And uh, I feel better than Josh's team. That's that's good. I'll tell you that. All right, but on yeah, that, I, I I need to uh, I need to eat some saltines, cram some vitamin C, and hopefully I can uh, live because this shit is getting old. <laughs> yeah, I hope uh, I hope the sickness leaves your household finally. Like you might need to bring like a shaman in to like do uh, like cleansing of the uh, the house or something like that. So. Perhaps that when I brought the shaman in to get the juju off my team, I've been cursed health-wise ever since. So we might have to get reverse shamaning. There you go. So, all right, KT, we'll talk to you next week. Enjoy right, your time man. in wherever the fuck you are. That we weren't going to go to burgers and bottles on Saturday. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm going to. Oh yeah, so I'm going to Decor, Iowa, for my for Jessica's nephew's. Uh, he's in a play, so we're going to see that on Saturday night in Decorah and spending the night. So, all right. Well, so much for better. a short pod. It's been an hour and ten. All right, man. <laughs> Fuck Brett. Fuck Brett.